0: Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we are talking about splitting. And splitting in psychology is a mechanism which allows a person to tolerate difficult and overwhelming emotions by seeing someone as either good or bad, idealized or devalued. What causes splitting? Often people with borderline personality disorder use splitting as a way to manage their emotions and to tolerate people. But childhood trauma can also cause splitting as a coping strategy for overwhelming experiences. If a child experiences stressful events such as parents arguing, violence, verbal abuse, or prolonged neglect, a child had no other option but to cut off their feelings toward that person. Imagine a child being a victim of sexual abuse or physical abuse by a parent or a caregiver or a sibling. We're supposed to love that person. That per- person is supposed to be good to us. That person is supposed to be special to us. We idealize that person But that person is hurting us and abusing us and making us feel shameful and making us feel bad. So then we have these very negative feelings toward that person as well. And in a child's mind, how do we deal with that? How do we understand that? It's so hard to understand that in a child's mind. So we create this idea of splitting where sometimes the person is amazing and other times the person is awful and we devalue them. what are some triggers for this devaluing and idealizing emotionally challenging situations that seem to be threatening People who tend to be splitters are very fearful of abandonment their fear they have a great fear of being left out. they feel like people are not wanting them. In their lives or wanting to include them they see things as very black and white and good and bad they don't see people as complex with both features someone's either good or someone's bad and it could be the same person so someone that splits in their mind and devalues or idealizes someone, they could love that person at 2 o'clock and at 2.15, they could hate that person and never want to see them again. It's a very emotional, reactive, impulsive response to any situation that might cause the person who splits to be uncomfortable and emotionally charged and triggered. These people also carry around ruminating thoughts, angry thoughts. They think everyone is out to get them, that nobody cares about them. They have these very dark feelings all the time. So in their minds, they think people don't like them. And so what they end up doing is pushing them away or causing an emotional distress that causes people not to want to be with them so it's very self-sabotaging and in many cases it's not within the person's consciousness that they're doing this people with personality disorder don't always know that they are doing it but some people do know that they are doing it after a while you start to realize that i have these angry outbursts and then i feel bad later And if you do feel bad later, that's actually a good sign because it means that you realize that your behavior was bad. If you don't feel bad later, then chances are you haven't owned up to having this splitting mechanism to deal with difficult situations. When you know you're able to change a situation and control your impulses, that's a beautiful thing. It's not easy to do but at least you have the capacity to take accountability for your actions. And remember, if you are a splitter and you do have these extreme emotions toward people, then you can't just say sorry every single time. Eventually, you're going to have to have a behavior change. Eventually, you're going to have to take ownership and try to change these outbursts. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But what else triggers these outbursts? Interpersonal conflicts. If you feel like you're in conflict with somebody and the situation is stressful to you, you may feel like that you may feel like this is targeted toward you, that you're not good enough, that these people think bad of you. And you idealize them at one point and devalue them at another point. It's very extreme behavior. People who feel this way, people who tend to split how they feel toward people and they have angry outbursts and they love you one moment and they hate you the next moment. They want to be around you one moment and they never want to see you again the next moment. And it's very extreme, volatile behavior. They have uh, certain reasons and triggers, and we're going to go a little deeper into that. These people have such a fear of abandonment that they may have been abandoned as children, especially if they've been abused. Even if the parent is in the home or the caregiver is in the home and taking care of them, giving them the food that they need, they've been emotionally abandoned if they're being abused. And that goes for both parents. One parent might be doing the abusing and the other parent is doing nothing to help stop the abuse. That child has been abandoned. That child has been left by itself to fend for itself. And here the child is knowing they're supposed to love their parents, but their parents are hurting them. They've been emotionally abandoned. They might also have been physically abandoned. If parents are super busy and not there for the children physically or emotionally, the child is abandoned. The child is left behind. If a child feels like they're not getting any attention in their home, in their school, if they are always left out, they're going to feel that feeling throughout their lives unless they do some repair on that or someone notices and intervenes. So this fear of abandonment can really cause a split in a person's outlook in the world. They see people as good and as bad, and it could be the same person. They have very unstable relationships. They're usually very intense and short-lived. They're not able to maintain relationships because, again, they see these people in their lives as either good or bad, and they want them in their lives, they don't wanna be abandoned, but their dark, ruminating thoughts make them think that this person doesn't like them. Or if that partner has a conflict and shares a conflict or shares feedback, criticism, and wants things to be better, the person who does the splitting could very much personalize that and blow up. There's a book called Walking on Eggshells that deals with people who are very volatile like this, people with borderline personality disorder, because people who split and people who are so volatile and can't manage their emotions and have outbursts, you have to walk on eggshells. You have to be very careful of what you say and how you act. So their relationships are very unstable. These people have a very unclear sense of self. They don't know who they are, really. They don't know where they belong. They haven't done the work to self-explore and feel comfortable in their own skin and comfortable with who they are. These people have a very hard time being alone. They don't want to be alone because that's the worst thing in their minds is to be left behind, to be left out. But it's important that we all learn how to be with ourselves and enjoy our own company. It is not the worst thing to be alone. But if you have an unclear sense of self and your validation comes from outside of you and you need people to give you compliments, you need people to be there physically, you need people to be around you all the time. You're always going to feel unstable when there's no one around, and there's many times in life when we have to be by ourselves, so it's important that you really develop a strong sense of self, that you learn how to enjoy your own company, and know that some days are just solo days. You'll just be by yourself today, and that's okay. It doesn't mean people don't like you. It doesn't mean they don't want to include you. It just means that's the way life goes sometimes. And when we feel good about ourselves and we like our own company, it's not so bad. These people also have very impulsive behavior. They get frustrated, they get mad, they get reactive, they do things on impulse and not well thought out. There's a thing called the wise mind, and I may have talked about this before in other podcasts, but in a DBT they talk about the wise mind and what the wise mind is is it takes your rational thoughts and your emotional thoughts and it overlaps them so we take our rational thoughts clear smart objective things that we've learned in the past and we include our emotions and how we feel and what we really want in our lives and we use both to come up with very wise choices Impulsive behavior has no wisdom. It's all emotional. It's all reactive. It's all instant gratification. So it's important that we recognize this impulse and we learn how to control it. Persons who use impulsive behavior constantly really need some guidance. They need a therapist, counselor, or even a higher level of care a partial hospitalization program, a DBT program to learn how to control these impulses because they can be very dangerous. Some people who have this impulsive behavior may lead to self harm and they may become cutters, they may threaten suicide, they may hurt themselves to feel something to make threats toward other people to hurt themselves because they think no one likes them. It's very dark and lonely in this mind of a person who is a splitter because they feel like nobody cares. So they'll threaten suicide so people won't leave them. And then the people who have to deal with that have a hard time being around these people because you're living in fear and on eggshells. It becomes very self-sabotaging, and people may self-harm who are splitters because they don't feel like anyone cares, so they implode and take things out on themselves. They have very extreme mood swings. They go from calm to angry in 30 seconds. Anything could trigger them especially something that they feel didn't include them, they feel like they were left out, they feel like people are talking about them. Anything that represents abandonment and being left out could cause a mood swing. People with borderline personality disorder are very volatile. They blow things out of proportion. They make things bigger than they are. And oftentimes, people who do the splitting I'm not saying everyone that splits has personality disorder. It could be extreme trauma from childhood, but it is a a tool and a mechanism used by people who are not able to manage their emotions because they've been hurt and traumatized in such an extreme way. They're not able to see people as complex humans and they're not able to see that some people are just living their lives and they're not out to get them. A person who splits really is the center of their own world. They want to be the center of everybody else's world and they don't have the capacity to realize that everyone has their own world they feel very empty, they have this abyss inside them that they're always trying to fill and they can't seem to fill it because they have no sense of self. They haven't developed a sense of self and as a result, they feel empty inside and they're trying to fill this abyss with outside validation, with other people, with other activities, with substance. They're trying to fill it with something that makes them feel better But it's very, very important that they learn how to fill this abyss on their own with their own sense of self. And again, if you think about childhood and these children who were physically or sexually abused, emotionally abused, of course they would feel empty. A child needs to be built up. A child's esteem needs to be cultivated and nurtured and loved and brought up in a way that they feel safe. And a child who's been abused, neglected, or simply left to their own ways by themselves are going to feel empty because the people that really matter are not noticing their needs. They're not fulfilling their emotional needs. So these children feel empty and they bring that emptiness into the adult life and into their relationships and they require everybody outside them to fulfill that emptiness and it's nobody else's job but your own they have explosive anger and they also have paranoia and they dissociate they separate themselves from the group and this is a psychological mechanism that protects them so as a child someone who's being abused will dissociate to protect themselves emotionally. And they keep this dissociation in adults when they become adults, because when a situation gets too intense, they separate themselves emotional, emotionally, or they get very paranoid and they think everyone is out to get them. They think everyone hates them. They think they're being left out on purpose. They think that They are not getting the things that they need, the love that they need, the support that they need. They feel like they are supposed to be the center of everything. These people also get very, very jealous and they're possessive and hyper-reactive. They feel like they're alone and they want what other people have. But it's very important that, again, you make your own sense of self so you don't feel like you need to take from other people and other people always have to give to you. Your happiness is your responsibility. It's nobody else's. And so it's important that you start to develop your own self, your own sense of self. And again, if you have personality disorder and you don't have the capacity to say, this is true about me. Wow. All this stuff you're saying relates to me. And you think it's not about you. You don't have these tendencies and people are telling you that you are being overreactive and things, if you're not able to take responsibility, you will never be able to change. If you're done being explosive, if you're done being volatile, if you're done making people feel idealized and then devalued within seconds of each other, then it's time to make a change. Understand that if you are a splitter, meeting a new person can be a trigger. Receiving a compliment or criticism could be a trigger. People from the past could be a trigger. Anniversaries of deaths, of marriages, of birthdays, certain seasons, all could be triggers of splitting. It could cause you to become very reactive and very emotional. So it's your job to notice what triggers you, what impulses happen when certain situations come up, and then we want to learn how to control them. And I suggest getting the help of a therapist, a counselor to do this, if you really want to change your behavior. If you're on the other side, and you are the victim of a splitter, of a person who's highly volatile, you can tell them about that. You can have conversations about that. And if they're able to hear you, hopefully they can do the work that they need to get better and to become more calm and more responsive instead of impulsive and reactive. If they are not able to hear you and they just get mad at you for sharing this information about them, and even if you're doing it out of love and they're still volatile, You may have to limit your time with these people. And it's difficult if they're family members, difficult if it's your partner, it's difficult if it's workmates. But these people, unless they start to take accountability for their own actions and they really do the work to change and to not become splitters and they just understand that people are complex and not everyone is out to hurt them, not everyone is out to abandon them, not everyone... Intentionally leave someone out. If they can come to terms with that, then they can change. If they can't come to terms with that, you have to take care of yourself, which means that you may have to limit your time with those people. You may have to separate yourself completely with these people because it's painful. It's hard to walk on eggshells. It's hard to always have to take care of someone's feelings when even if you take care of them, you could say the wrong thing and they still will blow up at you. So it's very difficult. That's why they call it walking on eggshells when dealing with someone who's a splitter and someone with borderline personality disorder because they're highly volatile and you don't know what they're going to explode about and then what their reaction will be will be very extreme and out of proportion to the situation because again in their heads everything is much bigger they're paranoid they're fearful they're so afraid of abandonment they've been hurt and abandoned before and they think it's a continued pattern in their lives because they haven't done the work to do the healing so they can have a good sense of self if you are the splitter and this is hitting home for you please do the work your relationships deserve it. You deserve it to be happier, to know that no one is out to hurt you. No one is out to get you. People are living their own lives. They're living their best lives. If if you feel hurt, it might not be intentional. And it's important just to talk about it and not be angry and blow things out of proportion. If you're on the other side and you're dealing with somebody that's splitting and has personality disorder, I would limit your time. I would figure out, I'd read the book Walking on Eggshells. It helps to learn skills to manage people who are splitters because it's very difficult to live with people like this. So, I wish you all the best. I hope that this has been helpful and I did do another podcast earlier on borderline personality disorder, so you can get a full view of it. And I will end by saying not everyone that is a splitter has borderline personality disorder. It's just a trait of borderline personality disorder. But it could have been caused from childhood trauma, extreme neglect and abuse, but you can heal and you can get better and you can have a more fulfilled life and a healthy sense of self. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends. You can write a review or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy and I'll see you next time.